Hey, this is Megan from the Twinning Podcast. I just want to thank everyone who reached out to us um, when we had our babies in the NICU. And then um, we had a lot of people, um, sorry, uh, reaching out to us with regards to the whole pumping thing. So I just want to thank everyone for um, taking the time to message us. I'm Ben. I'm Megan. And we are... Expecting Twins. Join us each week as we talk about twin stuff, from how our babies are doing, to helpful tips everyone can use. Welcome to the Twinning Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of the podcast. I'm Ben. And I'm Megan with Charlotte. Yeah, you got little baby Charlotte wrapped up in your sweatshirt there. Yeah. I guess... We'll just jump right in. Babies are home. Okay. Yeah. Babies are home. But first of all, I want to make a comment. So you should go back and listen to your introduction because every time you say, "Um, welcome to another episode of the Twinning Podcast. And today you said, welcome to another episode of the podcast. You didn't say the Twinning Podcast. Oh, really? So yeah. Uh, So that's dad brain there. That's dad brain, the sleep (laughs) information. Oh, man. And so it starts. Yes. Well, cat's out of the bag. I mean, if people follow us on Facebook or um, check out our website, they obviously know, but our babies are home. Yeah, they are. They've been home for um, a week tomorrow. Yeah, that's exciting. Yeah. So, I want to, well, first off, we recorded an episode of the podcast about four days ago. Yeah. And then, stupid me. Speaking of dad brain. Dad brain forgot to save it. And I mean, instantly. It was a really great episode. You guys would have really liked it. Yeah, that one will go back into the like lost archives. Yes. Somebody will find it on the cloud or something. Yeah. But it just erased off of our computer while we were having dinner before I posted it, uploaded it, and I was like, oh. Yeah. And I mean, taking it like an hour out of our time right now is this, it seems like so much work, you know, just with everything that's going yeah. on. We should do it during a feeding session. Oh, that's a lot of multitasking at once right yeah. now. Maybe down the road. Pupping and feeding and feeding. crying and tooting. And <laughs> oh, the toots. Oh, but let's start. Let's go back a little bit. So we spent, our baby spent 21 days exactly, three weeks in the NICU. They did. Um, you obviously spent a lot more time there than I did. Um, what are your final thoughts of our NICU stay or the baby's NICU stay? Um, I thought it went as well as it could have been. I mean, things were really hard at first. I remember that first day that I came into the NICU that you weren't there that Monday morning and I bawled. Yeah. Just bawled. Just um, sad for the babies yeah. or scared? sad that that was the reality that we were going to go through mm-hmm. for a while um we've been tearing up now thinking about it um but i think like the stay at the NICU was awesome the nurses were awesome the i mean the the staff in general was awesome and you know they kept making the comment and I don't know if it's like this at all times of year or just over Christmas, but they kept making the comment of, you know, it's really hard to be in the NICU at Christmas. Um, So we're trying to make it as good as we can. Um, So like, I mean, we got, 
like people were so many people were or groups were doing things like bringing in meals and you know things to make our lives easier yeah um yeah there was a couple meals that were provided um yeah. a lot of like what do you want to call those care packages or yeah we got bags. quite a few care packages which was great it kind of makes me want to give back to absolutely um what would you want to give back I don't know. I mean, I think I think for me the. I mean, we the, got everything like going back for it. We got everything from meals, mm-hmm. like catered meals from nice restaurants in Madison, mm-hmm. to blankets made by church ladies. Yep. Um, we got lots of hats. We got like goodie bags. We even got a gift card to Subway, yeah. which was awesome. Just, I mean, stuffed animals, yeah. books. I think the thing for me, I think, like, the groups that, like, brought in the meal, so we didn't have to think about that that day or go out to lunch that day. Um, Because, I mean, not not only are you not in a mindset to think about, okay, let me pack a lunch for a particular day, but, like, it gets expensive being in the NICU, not just the bill for the NICU stay, but, like, the you're eating out once or twice a day and you're, you know, you're doing stuff like that. So I think those would be more of the things that I would gravitate towards because like the packet, the little care packages were great, but Mm -hmm. I think the, like somebody taking the time to cook a meal or, you know, bring in cookies or Yeah. yeah, that's, those are more of the things that I would like to do. And we know a handful of people that have, been through this specific NICU yeah you know and so maybe that's something to reach out to them yeah and try to get things going yeah I mean because it's everyone that we know have had a fairly successful stay there so yeah um I thought it was also great talking with the moms the graduates of NICU babies like hearing their stories you know that first week we went to that support group or whatever you want to call it and there was a an Asian lady with her baby, and she was like, the baby was a chunky baby walking mm-hmm. around chunky. And she said that her baby was born, what, 25 weeks? 20, yeah. 25, 24, 25 weeks, and was one and a half pounds. And she spent like 83 days in the NICU, and now she is perfectly fine. Right. And, I mean, she had a lot of spunk. And just that kind of was my moment when I kind of was like okay things are going to be all right you know these people obviously know what they're doing they do a great job and I mean there's that other baby there that was another 26 27 weaker Mm -hmm. you know we're fortunate that we had 33 weakers right so I mean it was a it was a great stay and I definitely look forward to figuring out something to do to help these you know take that stress off these parents Mm -hmm. and families and I think if I were to do it, I'd do something where they can have the meal and it can be something that can stay out or put in the fridge that they can have like throughout the day. Yeah. Because the one thing I noticed too is for you to eat lunch, you would have to, the cafeteria is only, the lunch was only open till one thirty, and we were doing cares from 11.45 to 1. And, and that's the saying if, you cares this went quick 
But back then, our babies were taking sometimes 45 minutes to eat. And so with that, you know, you're kind of pushing the time at the cafeteria. The next thing you know, it's 3 o'clock. I mean, how many times did I show up there and you had had a granola bar and, Mm -hmm. you know, didn't even have time to eat? Right. You know, so having something just available for them, I think is a great idea. Well, the NICU itself did have stuff in the fridge for... I guess, for the moms. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it's a good idea to do something with that, bring in some other parents, let people talk. Yeah. And hear the stories. And I mean, they're great. And they all did say when we left, you know, stay in contact with us. You know, they gave me an email address to send pictures to and send Christmas cards to. And I thought it was, yeah, overall, like I said, we were very fortunate. Everything went really well. We are. Um, so when it came to being discharged, I was a little skeptical that we'd get out by Christmas. Um, just because, I mean, we were sitting there the week before, like, you know, during that second week that there, and we had, a baby had an episode, a Brady episode. Um, you know, we had, they weren't eating that much. They're still at like 30 mils per feeding. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but they were gaining weight. But then all of a sudden, like, the discharge criteria that the hospital had there is, you have to maintain your body temperature out in the open, like without an mm-hmm. isolate. You have to be able to, um, what's it? You, no, obviously no breathing assistance, no Brady episodes, that type of thing. And then also you had to orally eat what eighty percent of your food, or you know that figure changed. I, yeah, that was one of those like. I think some they were pulling that out of their ass. Some people said 60 to 70. But. Some people said 70. Some people said 80. I don't know. All Somebody said all their meals orally. Yeah. But would you agree, though, that right when all of everything started happening, it happened really quick with them meeting the criteria? Like, it wasn't like a 30 to 40 to 45 to 50 to 50. Yeah. It was a 30 to 60 to, what, 93%? Yeah. In a matter of two days. Right. And next thing you know, that doctor said on the weekend, if babies rip out their feeding tubes, let's just leave them out and see what happens. And then Charlotte did. Oh, did she? Yeah, Charlotte ripped out a feeding tube that night. And then she she didn't take one of her meals. And so they put it back in and took it out of food. It's kind of like, well, we we tried. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, it was a very quick, very fast process. And Christmas was on Sunday. Yep. We got out on Wednesday. I mean, it happened like yeah. that. Bam. It happened on the 21st. Yeah, three weeks exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so, prior to us leaving, you had mentioned something, and I think this could definitely be a tip for any like future twin parents. And I mean, I don't know if it's really worth investing in it, but we just happened to be. It was, I guess, if we would have known about it ahead of time, would we have put it in consideration? Sure. Um, but we had four-pound babies, mm-hmm. and we needed to have car seats that could hold four-pound babies. And our NICU was fortunate where they would have let us rent a couple car seats for a few like a week or two until they were up to the five pounds, which, mo- like, what was it, five pounds is somewhat like the standard yeah. of some car seats, but some do four pounds. 
but mm-hmm. we just happen to have the Chico key fits. Yep. And they were able to do four bonds. So, well, you know, if you say you're a year, like six months prior to now, you were listening to this podcast of this awesome couple talking about their NICU stay. Keyword awesome. <laughs> and they said, you know, that they needed to make sure their uh, car seats were able to hold the four pound babies. Would that have played any effect yes, with you? For sure. Because you're, we're always, everybody, every single doctor, I don't think every single doctor we met met with, oh, you're going to have the babies early. Yeah. I mean, there was not one that's like, oh, you're going to go yeah. full term or you're even going to hit 37 weeks. It was always like, you're probably going to have these babies. You're going to have these babies early. Right. So I thought that, I mean, that was something that, again, everything just started happening fast and that luck was on our side with that. And I know the Chico Key fits a very popular car seat. Again, we're not getting any promotional from no. this, from saying Chico Key Fit 30. Yeah. Which you can find on Amazon.com. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but I mean, it just, it worked for us. And I was, you know, it was just, again, taking away that stress, that stress would have been an added stress on. What was my response? Like when you said, oh, you need to go home to make sure these. Do I need to go home today? Uh, no. That was sweet. Well, no, but I'm like, please tell me I don't have to spend 600 more oh, dollars yeah. on car seats that fit a lighter baby. Yeah. Like, let's give these babies some cheese curds and just fatten them up really quickly. <laughs> But, um, yeah, I mean, everything panned out. They've got the car seats fitted for the babies. They may, they could hold themselves up. Next thing you know, 2 o'clock on Wednesday, we're on our way home. Yeah. And then 2 o'clock in the morning Wednesday, we were, or Thursday morning, we were wide awake. Uh-huh. What did we do that first, like, somebody asked me, like, what did you do when you got home? And we I We took a nap. We took a nap that afternoon. We did? Yeah. In the bedroom with the, the next to us? Mm-hmm. Oh. I do not remember that whatsoever. Yep. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, that was almost a week ago. It's hard to hard to think that it's already been almost a week. Yes. That's really flying by. Yep. So, now that the babies are home, how are you doing? I'm tired as I'm yawning. Yeah. Um, I wish we would get to a podcast where I didn't tell you that I was tired. Yeah. But that probably won't be for like 18 years. Unless like Red Bull decides to sponsor something. Red yeah. Bull for cardiac patients. Yes. There we go. <laughs> um, today was a little better than yeah. yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, but yesterday was a little worse than the day before. So it kind of goes up and down and up and down. Depending on how they sleep at night. Yeah. Um, how's yeah. your How's your incision feeling? Um, for the most part, good. I still feel it tweak a little every once in a while, but yeah. No, right now it feels good. Are you still taking the heavy? I haven't been. I only really took those for a couple of days. I'm oh. taking the um large ibuprofen, so like the 400 milligrams of ibuprofen. Every day. And that's it. Oh, you're not even doing the Tylenol? No. Wow. That's good. That's good. I haven't asked you that in a while, so I'm yeah. excited. Oh, oh, another exciting moment. I went and dug through a couple of the boxes downstairs today with my clothes in them. Yeah. Because I'm like, I'm really tired of wearing maternity pants. Yeah. Um, And I did try on a pair of my jeans. And I got one pair of buttons. They were really tight. <laughs> 
That's all right. But you are still just you're less than a month out from delivering twins. Fingers crossed, I can start to wear my new clothes soon. Because yeah, what you you're not my old clothes. You're not liking the elastic old band up to. Oh no, it's super comfortable, but I I'm not (laughs) pregnant anymore, so it just makes. You don't need it. Want to sell them? Are you gonna sell them, or are we keeping them just in case we? think we'll keep them for a little bit just in case we decide we want to have a third one but jesus you huh? just jinxed us what like you just assumed the next go around is going to be only one Mm-mm. watch we have like two more can i name them if we have two more no oh, okay <laughs> no i, I def- can tell you yes but then i just take it back yeah like you did last time you. Um, so now that sitting back a week and looking, going like a month down the road, let's say before you had the baby, what were you thinking that first week home with the babies would be like, whether it was right after you delivered or after Nick, you stay, what were you expecting? A little more sleep than I'm currently getting. Yeah. Um, what part of that? What do you mean? Like how, like, where were you, where would you get more sleep? These babies are kind of loud sleepers. Yeah. They yeah. like grunt and moan and yeah. toot a lot. Oh my gosh. We got some gassy babies. They are gassy babies. Um, and I think that's why they're grunting and moaning is because they've just got like you air want- bubbles in their belly. But like you, they make these noises and you think they're like suffocating themselves. So like every five seconds you're turning over, looking at them, making sure they're actually breathing and nothing is covering their face. Because yeah. yes, we are swaddling our babies despite the fact Hashtag bad parents. That people recommend against it. But you know what? We have to. We had to. Our first night. So, yeah, that was like actually one of the next things. Um, So, I guess before we go into that, when you were thinking about not getting a lot of sleep, was it that you thought the babies would be feeding at a bigger span of time or that it wouldn't take us 45 minutes to an hour per feeding? The latter. Yep. That kind of is my thing too. Like, I guess I wasn't prepared, or I, I mean, I, I mean, we weren't prepared for anything. But I didn't. I guess I wasn't in realization that your alarm goes off, aka Charlotte. Me, me, me. You, you wait. You go to Charlotte. I wake up Harper. First thing we do is go and change them. Then we go and get the bottles. We get those ready. Or we have the bottles already ready, whatever it is. But then we're sent down and feed with them. And it's not like they're adults that can just finish a a drink in 10 minutes. It takes them like a good portion of a half an hour to finish yeah. their bottles. Like whatever, th- whether they do one, uh, they're right now between one and three ounces per feeding each. Yeah. And so by that time, it's like 45 minutes to an hour. Yep. And then I'm pumping. And you're pumping at the same time. Right. Yeah. That's the that to me is just obnoxious. Like, yeah, having to pump while I'm feeding a child. Yeah, and I think we are, and I'm sure other people do the same thing. But we do have extra parts, so we don't have to worry about drying the pieces like we were drying the pumping parts prior to the babies coming home. So we do have two sets, so we're able to 
get the another next bottles ready for the next feeding and then put the other ones wash them and put them in the drying rack after that but i mean it's still so after you feed them you're washing the bottles getting those but then you gotta get the babies back to sleep and we're doing all of this simultaneously so like you know if if say whomever you're feeding gets done early you're going up and cleaning the bottles it's not like you're sitting on the couch and waiting for yeah i mean so we're i don't yeah and i think we have a pretty good system going right now too it just takes forever and it's not like you're three hours between starts at the end of the feeding your three hours starts at the beginning of the feeding so whether you stay up for half an hour or an hour and a half their next feeding is going to be three to four hours after that first right when they wake up right so the sleep we're getting is between like two two and a half hours of sleep sometimes three hours yep today was better last night was better yeah we had two three hour increments of sleep yeah I don't know how they slept that long. I think they eat Maybe. a lot before they went to bed. Yeah, and I think they're getting a little bit more comfortable in their rocking place. You think? Because they were pretty quiet, too. They were. Um. So, with that, and you kind of touched on it, when we left the NICU, they kind of read to us things that we shouldn't do. And a couple of them surprised us. Yeah. They told us not to swaddle your baby when they go to bed. Which and is still, I feel like, BS because everybody I talk to swaddles their kids. Yeah. Um, and the, then not put them together in the same bed. Like in the same crib. So all these blogs that you were reading up until having the babies were saying, oh, all you need is one crib. All you need to do is one crib. Babies can share a crib up until, you know, they're rolling over at six months or something like that. Wrong. These doctors made it clear. Do not let them share a crib. Like you guys are lame. We were lucky that we had two cribs. Yeah. And who knows? They'd probably be okay, but I don't I don't know. Like sometimes I feel like they're some of the Sid stuff that they're talking about is overkill, but I mean, cuz if you think how things were when we were babies or Oh god, yeah. I mean, they put, like, blankets and had bumpers around and probably put stuffed animals in there. And now all we have in there is a baby on a hard, uncomfortable mattress, most likely. Yep. In a crib. Yep. Um, so, now, over the last week, we've kind of learning the ins and outs of newborn parenting. And... We have several things that we use, like tools, I'll call them tools, um, at our disposal to help with these babies. Because um, it's not like we're they're sleeping the whole time or we're holding them the whole time. We vary. Everything varies. And so we have our rock and place, which are good for sleeping. Yeah. Um, and we'll pull them into our living room if they aren't going into their cribs. We have a swing. Yeah. We, got we a- have... Ah, swing. We have ah, swing. One swing, and we have one bouncer. Yes. I don't think our house can fit another swing, though. I mean, it can. It's just going to get really tight. I want to see what it's like when we move the Christmas tree out. Okay. Um, and I mean those. I think those are great. Don't you think they're? They all have a good purpose. Yeah, they do. Sorry. Um, like the swing is able to help put the babies to sleep and keep them to sleep. The bouncer kind of just calms them down because it's one of those vibrating ones. 
the rock and plays can help them like you know if they're tired but they're kind of feisty and then we, obviously we put them in the nursery when we have an opportunity to right they stay in the nursery most days yeah like during the day some other things i um and the other thing you've done with that is you've opened the blinds so that it is sunny in the room yes and they seem to be adapting well to it right so that's good and we also have a noise machine yep and that's in always both good. our bedroom and the girl's bedroom yeah and that seems to help out they get used to yeah. that other things that i think we've found that we've liked um that maybe weren't on our i mean they're on our list of stuff we had because we had it but are those muslin bl- uh, swaddle blankets because they're huge. Mm-hmm. And you can wrap all four and a half pounds of these or five pounds of these babies up and swaddle right. them. Um, as well, I think the other thing we got that it's been a just a lifesaver is that the drying rack for the bottles. Yeah. Because before we were just setting them on paper towels or t- towels. You like that. Um, how are you doing? Are you falling asleep yet? Totally. Is the baby still in there? The baby is. She's asleep. I think everyone probably heard her squirming earlier. Hmm. I'm I'm keeping an eye on Harper. Yeah. Is that right? Yep. Yeah, we did mix up the babies the first night we had them too. By the way, mm-hmm. it was within like what twelve hours. Yeah, we already it was flipped them around. Quick. Um, and so this past week was Christmas. Christmas was kind of exciting. Like your mother's in town. She is. She's here for the whole week helping out with you. I'm at work. Mm-hmm. But for Christmas, my parents came up too with our dog. Yeah. And so. So Priscilla needs babies. Yeah. Actually, I think she only met one baby. She met Charlotte. And so I think we did the introduction thing a little wrong. Just going by what, I, and I think I kind of I thought this too, but we had I think we had too many. Oh. Did she just toot? Yeah, I think I, we all heard a little pop. Oh, that's so gross, kid. Why don't you tell people what their farts smell like? Oh my, oh uh, I don't even know. Oh, chicken soup! You said they smell like chicken soup. <laughs> it smells like canned chicken soup. Oh my gosh! It's like. One of them tooted the other day, and I was breathing in at the same time, so I was like, take your breath away. <laughs> Nasty. And they're just so, so gassy. And I'm going to segue into yeah. this, if you don't mind. No, that's fine. So we're, like, trying to figure out why these kids are so gassy. Because, like, normal, they say, like, 15 to 20 times a day, it's okay for a baby <laughs> to be gassy. <laughs> These kids are like 15 to 20 times an hour. They're like passing feeding, gas. Yeah. Yes. It's so bad. And so I don't know if it's... My mom thinks it's the iron. I don't know if it's that or the NeoSure, the formula we're on. Yep. The NeoSure um, with 22 calories. Yep. Everything I'm reading online is like, you know, the NeoSure causes gassiness. But then iron does as well. And oh my gosh. But I don't know what to do because they really need to be on that formula. Yeah. And we have a doctor's appointment this week. So, yeah. And I think that's probably part of their like squirminess is. And we've been trying to burp them a little bit more and trying to give them more tummy time to soothe their 
Yeah, that can't be comfortable, kid. Her head is like her innards. Her head is like turned down, like. Oh. But speaking of Gassy, let's go back to Priscilla. So reading online, and maybe some listeners have their thoughts or other experiences with this, but um, what they recommended was, you know, making it like a small event, Um, like bring the dog out and then bring the babies out after that. Whereas here, Priscilla, she had her three favorite people in her life in the same house, myself, my dad, and your mom. Mm -hmm. Um, She's coming back to our house for the first time in over a week. And then here I am holding babies. And so she was a little too excited for my comfort level at first. Um, but I think when it was just my dad and her, I don't even think you were there, were you, when I knelt down? So no. She, so she was standing right in front of me. And we are nervous because she is kind of a stupid dog. Like, she gets excited. And, but um, I just knelt down let her to let her smell the baby. And she, I was holding the baby. I had a good grasp on everything. Um, but Priscilla went up, sniffed around, sniffed Charlotte, sniffed her butt, and just walked away. So I think that's a good sign. And so we're going to try some more low-key visits. I'm going to do some more reward, treat-based rewards for her. Um, we got to get... And the other thing is that the, everything I'm reading is we need to give her attention to during those off times that we're not feeding the baby. So we give her her hour of time or... Whenever, you know what I mean? A little bit more attention. So maybe that's when one of us takes her out for a quick walk or throw the thing around in the living room. I think it'll be doable. Um, in a couple weeks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't want her full time for her. We have to wait till these babies, till we have a routine down. Yeah. But, um. yeah, so I just, we were just talking about the gas thing. And so... They're not constipated, are they? Or are they? How many? I mean, that's kind of one thing I was wondering. Like, um, well, they both had a bowel movement in the past like thirty six hours. A nasty, nasty bowel big, movement. Big ones. Are they supposed? To, I thought they were supposed to have like four a day. I think that's just for formula fed babies. Four a day. I'm sorry, not formula for bottle or for breastfed. Um, breastfed babies. Okay. What about formula fed babies? They have less bowel movements. Okay. Less BMs. Less BMs. Less poop. Yes. Um, but our baby's poop is very dark though. Too is that the iron? I don't know. I mean, yeah, I don't know. And you've tried some gas drops. Yeah. Do you think those helped? No. I don't. I don't know. I don't feel like that. And you have to. You're supposed to give them to them up to twelve times a day. That's a lot of freaking gas drops. Yeah. So I've tried like the baby massage, the infant massage, um, seeing if that'll work something out or their bubbles out. Yeah. Maybe it does. I don't. Did you feel like last night was a little bit better than the night before, as far as their squirminess? Yes, and I don't know. If, yeah. And do, you, do. do you think that's because we burped them excessively longer than before? I don't know. Maybe. So here's a good, what do you call those? Ask. It's the ask of the program, ASK. Um, so comment on one of our posts when we post this. But how long do you burp your baby for? Because mm-hmm. I was initially doing it for just until the first. <clears throat> and then I'd be like, okay, you got it. 
Um, and they, it was not, not something that was ever really discussed with us on how long they do it. Um, and some people online, if you look, some people say you just need to do it for preemie babies really quickly, like just under a minute. And then other people are saying, you know, do it for up to five minutes just to help clear the system. So I, I started trying different techniques, holding them like stomach down or over our shoulder or like how we, I call it the drunken sailor. Um, where you're just kind of sitting on your lap, you hold, you're supporting their head, and you're patting their back, and they just look like they're just wasted. They're just like, <laughs> oh, you guys couldn't see the visual of Ben when he was doing that, but it was pretty funny. <laughs> but I mean, it's it's one of those questions, and I think it's going to be something we learn. But I definitely want. I think we have been today doing longer burping and multiple burpings too. Yeah, like even in between feedings and yeah. What are your thoughts? Nothing. How's she doing? She's still asleep. Can you see her? A little bit. Like so this week I'm working up until Thursday is my last day. Mm-hmm. And I'll have like a glorious 25, 30 days off to dad it up. Help get these babies on a schedule. Yeah. And just get to know these girls. Yeah. You excited? Yeah, I'm excited to nap. oh it'll be fun is there any last minute thoughts you've had about this past week or even the nick you stay or up until this moment i don't know my first instinct is to say nobody can prepare anyone for how ridiculously hard this is yeah um i have very i won't say zero very little sympathy for people that have one baby though i'm very thankful we didn't have one baby before and now we get to experience twins like we don't know any different i was like yeah i'm glad you said that because i was thinking about that today i don't to me i'm not like overly sympathetic because I mean there I know there's people with single babies that are colicky and that type, mm-hmm. but I was thinking about the day I'm like I don't know how much would be different if we had one baby. I'm like yeah it would only have to be probably one parent per shift getting up feeding the baby, but I'm like it'd still be the same amount of time. Yeah, but one parent per shift getting up is better because the other one gets restorative sleep. Yes. And not right now, neither of us are getting that. Yeah. Well, I think once I'm off of work, I'm going to, like I said, I will try my best. Because I think we can bottle, I think we can do the tandem feeding. Or my other idea is to just wake one up half an hour early. I mean, we learned tonight that they can eat off schedule and then two hours later, they can both be fed again at the same time. So maybe the trick is, the three o'clock shift. I just wake up at two thirty. Wake Harper up. Do all her. Change her. Feed her. If Charlotte wakes up, put her in the bouncer until I'm ready. Flip flop them. Feed them. Do it. Let you just go a couple hours extra without pumping, just to give yourself that six to seven hours sleep. Six hours sleep. I mean, I think that's the doable way. Don't you? I don't. I don't think either of us are going to want to waste that much time. What do you mean? But I don't. I don't waste? think we can sustain that because I think like 
once we both go back to work, neither of us are going to be want, want to be up for that much time to feed one and then feed the other. We're going to have to be able to so, stand up feed. And I don't want people jumping on my throats for this one either. But I was talking to another parent that um, she's at a point. She doesn't change her daughter's diaper unless it's like a poopy diaper in the middle of the night. Like the doctor said, it was fine for the help with the because that was waking her daughter up more oh. so than feeding. So I mean, say we get to that where you're going back to work in two months, three months, and we can get to that point where if we change the baby's diaper at midnight and change the baby's diaper at six, somebody wakes up at three and does the feedings, which still lasts an hour. You know, I think was that her farting? Um. It was her making some, some <laughs> sort of noise. But, I mean, I think it's going to be doable. And we got to also figure out a way to do it alone that's easy because we have my mom and our nanny that are going to be feeding these babies by themselves. Mm-hmm. So we got to find out some way to make this work. Agreed. And our doctor, I think, will be on board with anything because she was the one that told us we we need to figure out a way to do this. So maybe it... Or... Maybe it's just a way that like you go to bed earlier than I usually do. Maybe, like I said, we said that we talked about this before. Maybe it is where I do, like you go to bed at 10. I do the one o'clock feeding, then I go to bed. And that's where you sleep through it. And then you do the three o'clock feeding. And then we both wake up at six. So we both have a five hour window there. I don't know. We'll see. That's just a little Ben and Megan rant about this. Want, tell us what you guys are doing, what you did. I mean, a lot of you guys sent us very helpful information um, on like Instagram, but a lot of those things were for babies that were bigger. Yes, that's our that's our issue right now, is our, because they're so little, they kind of have to eat on their side, yeah. and so it's hard to get them into a position where you can feed them both. Though today. When I was feeding one in my lap and then one in the boppy on its side, I think that was more comfortable than having them both on the floor. Yeah. And so it'll be interesting to see what happens and just figure out what works for you, what works for my mom, what works for our nanny, what works for our babies. Yeah. I mean, if it, yeah. And who knows, maybe they'll start speeding up. Do babies eat faster? I know they eat more. Our babies, remember, two weeks ago, they were taking 45 minutes to do 30 mils, and now they're taking 30 minutes to do 90. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm hoping they do. But, yeah, like a lot of the information we got were great, like these bottle holders and um, bottle props, uh, pillows, oh, things yeah. like that. But All of those things will be great. And once they're like 8, yeah, eight to 10 pounds. Months. But our babies are seriously the size of like a healthy burrito and – you can't, they can't hold anything. They have a hard time. You know, everyone knows that's listening to this because I'm sure they've had tiny babies. So, yeah. Um, so after that rant, that was a good, geez, that was a good one. Um, I did have a tip. Yeah. Yeah. Go for it. But it's a tip from your mom. What? Yeah. What did my mom say? Well, it's what she gave us. Close. So, so oh, yeah. <laughs> um, we oh, diapers yeah so 
For burp cloths, we have found... No, yeah, she gave us a lot of diapers, too. But for burp cloths, we have found that our best burp cloths so far, the ones that we put underneath them, because Harper has a hole in her mouth, apparently, (laughs) when she eats and drips a a little bit, dribbles. Um, And then also when we burp them, we use old school white... What are they called? White foldable cloth diapers? Yeah, with the ones that you're like... that. Our parents used on us that had the pins. The safety pins. Yeah. Those are the best burp claws we've had. Yeah. I don't, we have a whole bunch of fancy ones and we, I think we've used one. Yeah. I mean, it's, these are, seem more, cause there's that center part where mm-hmm. you pee, pee and poop on that's more absorbent and they're easy to wash up and they look fine. Mm-hmm. So I definitely think, you know, if you're out at like a resale, you'll see them there and they're super cheap because nobody uses them. But like Walmart, you get a pack of like 10 of them or 20 of them for 12 bucks. You could get 10 or 20 of them at a resale for three bucks. Yeah, but that might be gross too, putting your baby's mouth next to it. Well, they're washed. That's the whole point, right? But But needless to say, that's definitely, I think, a good tip for anybody out there is those. I agree. Those white, old school white diapers. Uh, for burp cloths. So, um, before we end, just want to remind everyone: if you haven't found us on Facebook, check us out. We're almost at seven hundred view or seven hundred fans, likes, people. Um, so yeah, like us, comment, talk to us, send us messages. If you don't want to send something on a comment, send us a direct message. We'll try to respond, and I think we've responded to most people. Um, and uh, it's the tw- the twinning podcast. You'll find us on iTunes as well. So. Also subscribe to that as, and then also rate us and give us a review because that kind of helps out something. I don't know what really, but that helps out something. So mm-hmm. um, we love hearing from but everyone. But take your time and do it. Yeah. It, it, it does something. Everybody else says <gasps> to rate us and subscribe to us. And I know how many subscribers we have. It's a pretty good number. Um, but we want some people to write comments on there so we can get an actual like, you know, a five-star podcast. Um, so give us five stars and tell us what you like and. Um, we thank you ahead of time. So thanks for listening to this longer podcast. Mm-hmm. And uh, everybody have a great evening. Yeah. Bye, everyone. Bye.